The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, um, I guess what I'd like to share about the, the teachings, or what's important to me about the teachings, is that it allows us so many ways into this practice. So, um, doing this exercise of just even contemplating or reflecting on the more positive ways of working with skillful action or wise action, um, it might highlight where we have some resistance to. It might highlight where we have deep openings or great openings as well. But um, I find that for a lot of people, it's much clearer to know what not to do rather than try and figure out, you know, what is compassion, what is generosity, what is respect. There's a, there's, there's a lot more room for uh, maybe some... It can be vague or it's not that clear to us, and um, there's a lot more room for uh, loopholes, <laughs> I guess, in our behavior. So um, uh, it's useful for me to um, at least take a look at what gets evoked, just by dropping in the words or what happens uh, in a particular setting or time uh, with a certain amount of energy. Uh, Is it possible to move towards these um, capacities? And to be honest with ourselves, you know, um, is, is is it right for us or is it possible for us to have a compassionate heart in the midst of a heated argument? Uh, sometimes, yes, I've been hearing a lot of stories about people practicing right speech, and uh, um, they find that sometimes just switching to metta um, is very useful, and sometimes it's, uh, it's not at all accessible. So to be very honest with ourselves, uh, where we are, what happens to us when we even consider these other elements. Um, so... Um, um, I'd like to open it up to questions, if there's need for clarification. Mm-hmm. I noticed that compassion brought up brings up the urge to do something, to contribute or... Take, not if it's fix it, but address the suffering of the others in some specific way that's helpful. Mm. And um, and then what comes up is a sense of powerlessness, because in a way, I, I, I uh, a lot of the suffering, I, I feel like I can't, other than to be compassionate, um, in a non-action way, uh, I feel like there isn't much I can do either for my limitations or the situation. So I wondered if you had any guidance about how to be with that. Oh, okay. Um, So that's beautiful. So compassion can evoke uh, this um, aspiration to to do a a positive act, to act in not just a a restraint way, but in something that can be uh, more skillful to a particular situation. but you're not sure sometimes what that action looks like or what to do. And sometimes maybe um, you can't save the world. 
something like this, right? There's a helplessness that comes up with that. So, um, I, I can't say I have a great answer for that. <laughs> As a lot of times I feel like um, um, maybe we can't act in the big ways that we want to in order to uh, make the world a better place. But I find that sometimes um, acknowledging that place or reflecting on it uh, gives a little bit more room for some uh, action to arise, uh, not out of a sense or need to, to do something, but out of a more genuine place or movement of the heart. And sometimes it's enough to uh, have that um, that feeling of connectedness or care uh, rather than have to uh, not look at something that's difficult or painful. For me, that's already a step in the right direction. Um, just, do either of you have anything to add to that? Thank you for saying this because I think this is um, not an uncommon experience. And sometimes people shy away from wanting to feel compassion because they don't want to feel this powerlessness. For me, I feel like this feeling of powerlessness or maybe feeling overwhelmed is an opportunity to practice compassion for myself. Because in that moment, I'm the one that is suffering. I'm feeling like I don't know what to do. I want to help. It's... I for whatever reason I'm not able to and so I try to turn the compassion towards myself I wish I could say there's an easy answer to this and perhaps the world would be a better place if there were an easy answer but this is what my practice is I can share that with you Yeah, there's another thing that sometimes we might overlook which is in us cultivating a life, an ethical life that is um, cultivating harmlessness and goodwill, that that itself is a gift to all of those around us. That by being somebody that um, evokes trust in others, it makes other people feel safe. And so that's a local way in which we change the world by the way we are in it. Back to that point about compassion uh, for yourself, I think for me actually trying to develop the practice of compassion has started with and I've been focused on compassion for self, not just in the situation where you don't know what to do and you're horrified about something. It's not just that part. It's like just to start with what compassion is about, uh, just starting with the practice of compassion for yourself is actually hmm, meaty enough just to get started, and then maybe as a foundation for developing compassion for others. I mean, at least that's the way it is for me. Not just in the moment of a frustration with something. I'm not feeling quite satisfied with the response I gave. I feel like there's more to add. 
<laughs> so I'm just sitting with that. Um, it doesn't sound like it's enough. Um, I really do appreciate, and I find it very useful to turn that compassion towards self. If it's starting to, uh, if we're starting to drown in something or become heavy or do some kind of self-blame or expectation that we should do or need to do more, uh, then I feel like the action's not being motivated then by this place or movement of the heart, then it's being motivated by blame or guilt or responsibility or duty. So I feel maybe that's a place of subtlety, but of resting in um, where this practice, uh, I guess, uh, takes us to is, is, is not just to become nice people <laughs> or good people. You know, I like that it, it's, it's so much more than that because it's, we're doing these things and reflecting on exploring um, how we are with um, these teachings or activities uh, in order to, to be more free for ourselves but also to cultivate an um, uh, atmosphere of more um, freedom and more peace. So... I'm not sure I'm satisfied with that answer either, but at least I gave it a better shot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes, can we? So one thing that I've noticed in this um, series is, is um, that in Buddhism, the, the ethical sort of um, theories, or that's not the word, that's not the right, but the principles are, ba- are based on... Uh, not on, you should do this, this, and this. They're based on, uh, you know, this is like a means to an end. It's a means to freedom. And perhaps you feel, it's tuning into your own wish for that, for, for right action. I'm not saying it right. But, but uh, in contrast, my, uh, you know, historical tradition in Judaism is very much like, you, you just, you do this and that and that and that and like don't ask me questions like this is you just do it because you, you need to do it and so when part of me the that side of me is as we talk about this like oh i feel overwhelmed which i feel all the time and it's paralyzing um and oh but we don't want to act out of uh you know self-blame and it's like but we gotta act anyway <laughs> it's like so part so that part of me just thinks you know and this is, I'm sure, a question we could spend days talking about, is it better to not act because right now, if you act, you're acting out of um, guilt? Or is it better to act, no matter where you're coming from, put the money in the, in the envelope and send it to the whatever, because we, this is what we have to do. So however we're feeling, so it's just kind of an interesting debate, I feel, in Um, thank you for that. Uh, it's not totally clear to me, too. There are times when I just get so confused. It's true. Just put the money in the basket. <laughs> you know. And there are other times when it's really clear to me that's not a skillful thing to do. And I'd like to do more reflection or have it uh, move or shift into a place that's motivated by something that I uh, feel much clearer about. So... You're right. Um, what I love about this is it, we open it up for reflection. We open it up to take a, a deeper look and a closer look. Uh, so uh, there is more clarity around what motivates us. Can I add one small thing? In my experience, my motivations are rarely 100%. <laughs> 
you know, good or wholesome or skillful, right? So I'm often waiting for that and wishing for that, but I think most often our motivations are mixed. And just to maybe just recognize that takes some of the pressure off. Um, Okay, so now we're going to do our second breakout session, and we're going to explore some of these topics in smaller groups. So if you can break up into groups of four again, and we will give you another question so we can have some more reflection on this. And you don't have to break up into the exact same groups as before. You may decide to mix it up a bit. like a game show host or something, you know? <laughs> ringing the bell, having the microphone. Okay, so here's um, the question to discuss. What are the benefits that come from practicing compassion, generosity, and respect? What are the benefits from compassion, generosity, and respect? And as before, you can say, Um, a short uh, sentence or two and then keep on going around the circle. Thank you. Okay, so finishing up. And now what I thought... um, might be nice is if we broke up into groups of two. So just broke, break up into one other group of two within your group and move a little bit away so you don't have that. And gives us a chance to... So we're going to stay on the same topic, but maybe some things have come up and it might be a time to share a little bit more about what are some intentions and aspirations that come up when you reflect on compassion, generosity, and respect. And really uh, share what's appropriate and comfortable for you. (laughs) And we'll, we'll ring the bell again after five or six minutes. So now we're going to come back to the larger group. I heard a lot of lively voices. That's nice. 
and we almost convinced Jim that he should uh, sing the respect song, but. So we have a few minutes here. We'd like to um, hear from you. How was that um, to break up into small groups and to talk about the benefits of compassion, respect, and generosity? Uh, we talked a little about uh, Nelson Mandela and how when he left jail, he was able to forgive the people and that he did things like starting a rugby team, which apparently is a symbol of the white domination. I, but he was criticized by other people by what he was doing, but he was trying to build uh, a nation, you know. So he's trying to acknowledge both sides in spite of incredibly bitter experiences. We thought it was amazing. Yes, thank you. I think the world has lost a beautiful person with his uh, recent death. Thank you. Uh, hi. I was going to say that um, the theme I thought in the two little groups we had um, was sort of about how those things benefit you as well as the other person. Um, the intention is to hear someone. The intention is to understand someone. The intention is to have compassion and respect. But it often ends up making me feel better, which is a strange way of going about it. They say... I've heard people say in AA before that it's funny how much better everyone behaves after I've been to a meeting. It's like, you know, <laughs> the whole world is suddenly better. So it's sort of like the intention that we bring to, to the cushion and, and to come into groups like this may seem like personal benefit, but it's actually, it benefits other people. So, I don't know, it's meta. Yes, thank you very much for highlighting that. Actually, that was the part, the, question, the part of the question I left out was, what are the benefits to you? But I'm glad that it ended up there. <laughs> I'll start first that a lot of the ideas were kind of big, so there was time actually felt like it was much too short in many ways to really explore those. Um, there's certainly one thing to say is that um, there's a lot of research that's been going on in the last couple of decades now that we've started to look at positivity to see that the cultivating so much of this has um, huge physiological benefits for ourselves. Um, and I, I like the metaphor so much that we're building a storehouse inside ourselves by the practice of love and compassion and that, because in our lives we're gonna face storms Three years ago, my mother passed, and that was a hard moment. The, the, my own practice of generosity in my life reflected back to me in that moment, both in, in my own inner being and my own inner states around it, but also in how um, people in my life were, when I, when I needed something, that it was just there. I, I could ask for it, and it, and it would be there. I would, could get multiple calls people this if I if I needed something to say is did this get handled I got it taken care of great thanks um, and that's huge um, and, and it is so much there's such a positive for our, our whole being out of the cultivation of all this that it's just wonderful mm -hmm. 
I was going to say thank you for sharing that. Sorry. Um, what occurred to me during the session, which was really great, is that. Sure, sorry. Um, what occurred to me is that there really, uh, normally I would have thought of compassion kind of by itself, but really compassion, generosity, and respect are very closely tied. And um, maybe um, elements of something that um, we talk about otherwise, which would be equanimity, that if you can practice compassion, uh, uh, respect, um, that... Um, the three of those come together. I guess they come together for me. It's not just one or the other. It's that if you can do all three, that's, they're, they're, they're closely related. I would agree, and perhaps I would um, describe it kind of as a movement of the heart, if I can use that kind of language, like an opening, a relaxing, a softening, kind of happens both with compassion, generosity, and with respect. Um, just for the sake of time, since it's already 2.30, did you want to say a few words first before I do the... Okay. So thank you for today. It was really lively, and um, I agree that there wasn't enough time. But hopefully you'll take some of the energy or maybe this feeling of unfinished, I haven't quite finished exploring this, into the month and into one of the um, practices that we do every week and when you um, speak with your mentor. So our next meeting will be January 12th. That's, again, a Sunday, 12.30 to 2.30, and we'll be talking about right livelihood. There are two handouts up here, as there have been in the preceding months, for the, um, an essay and the weekly practices, as well as a bonus bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> That has the eightfold path on there. You're welcome to take as many as you'd like. We have boxes of them. So um, to help you remember, maybe they, you can put them in your books that you're reading about this. And then Shinkwan. And then I just wanted to um, bring up the topic of Dharma buddies because I'm, uh, last month we invited you guys to find a Dharma buddy. And for those people who didn't attend, uh, there are some people that came today because they would like a Dharma buddy. So if those people um, could raise their hands, I thought then, okay, there's, okay, so there's one, there's two people, three people. Four people. So if you guys could maybe gravitate towards each other and see if it works for you to work with a buddy, it gives you another opportunity to discuss these topics. Um, and also, if you feel like you'd want a larger group, we also thought we could invite you. If you feel like you want your Dharma buddy group to be more than two, then this is also a good time to um, kind of see that. So if there are other people who would like to join groups, um, we were just given that suggestion that people uh, like to have a more than one buddy. So <laughs> this is the good time to maybe talk amongst yourselves and, and figure that out. <laughs> so thank you so much. I really appreciate how everybody uh, engages and participates and shares. So thank you very much.